guard their mind with your peace that surpasses all understanding in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, that whatsoever could be affecting their mind, whatsoever heavy burden can be weighing upon their mind will be lifted up in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. But I pray that each person listening to my voice will be flooded with peace, will be flooded with joy in Jesus' name. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Living Purposefully Show. I'm your host, Flo, joined by my lovely co-host, Dom Naomi. What's up, y'all? Did you get the book? Did you get the book? (laughs) Make sure you go out and get your personal copy of the Living Purposefully Workbook. Again, the episodes here in the show coincide with the chapters in the book. Okay, and I know it'll be life transforming. Make sure you share your testimonies. Uh, Let us know your experiences with the book because it'll encourage and help many other people. Um, On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the mind. And this is a very broad topic, but I want to explain a kingdom principle as it relates to the mind, Mm. um, which is you have to give your mind over to God. Amen. If you don't control your mind, you don't take a conscious effort to put your mind under subjection of your thoughts and to allow the Holy Spirit to control your mind, something else is going to control it. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. They think that, okay, I don't have to focus on this right here, but not realizing that you have to make a conscious effort every day to control this mind and give it onto God. You have to submit your mind onto God. And the way that you submit your mind to God is by analyzing what are your thoughts? What are you thinking? At any given moment, if you want to know what thoughts are like who's in control of your mind in a moment, think about what am I thinking about? That's good. Analyze those thoughts. That is good. Anytime God is in control of your mind, you will realize the things that you are thinking about are kingdom-minded. In Colossians 3, 2, it says, set not your mind on things of this earth, but on things of above. That's good. Every time the Holy Spirit is taking control over this mind, you will realize that your thoughts, it transcends the things here on this natural realm. You're not focused on your problems. You're not focused on the things that you could attain to gratify your flesh. You're not thinking about your own uh, personal desires, but you're, you're seeing other people. You're thinking about how can you push the, the kingdom of God? How can you bring God's vision to people, his plan? How can it be fulfilled here? You're going to think about his presence. You're thinking about how good he is. You're thinking about what he's done for you. Those are the things that are going to go through your mind once you start thinking, once God is in control of the mind. Wow. And even as you're saying that, I was thinking about the verse that says it's no longer like us that live, but Christ that lives within us. Amen. We we see a lot of people that talk about how their mind like runs like a million miles, like an hour. Right. Why is that such a commonplace you think now in like this, like the society that we're living in? What what is your take on that? I think that so much is going on around us. Right. Like the world is going fast. 
So we're, we're keeping up with the world. So as things are going so fast, our mind is also racing as well. And that's why it is so important for us to give our mind to God. Isaiah 26 verse 3 says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. God will keep your mind in peace only when your mind is steadfast, only when your mind is focused on him. Focused on him. That's when he can keep your mind in peace. That's the key right there. Yeah, because how is he going? I want y'all to look at it like this. Dom, let's say this is my mind. Let's take these two cups. Y'all see the limb purpose with the cups, Demo. Right? <laughs> <laughs> let's say this is, this is my mind right here. This is God with peace in this cup, right? In order for me to get what's in this cup, I need to come closer. If I stay right here, even if this cup starts pouring. You're going to miss it. You're going to miss everything that's coming out. But in order to receive what's coming out of this cup, I got to come right underneath it. Wow. And as I, as I come underneath the cup, now whatever's flowing out of it, I get to receive it. Wow. The Bible says, draw near unto God and he'll draw near unto you. We have to realize that we have to draw near to God. My goodness. So if, because God is never leaving. He's never running away from us. We are the one running away from him. So when we, are, when we take our mind, and our mind is all the way over here, we're thinking about our problems, we're thinking about the bills, we're thinking about everything that we want to accomplish and fulfill, and we have these anxious thoughts coming, then God cannot be able to give us his peace. But when we draw closer to him and we say, you know what, I am putting my mind under subjection to the Holy Spirit. I am going to think about the things that are kingdom-minded. Now we come closer to God. This is us drawing closer to God. And when God sees us drawing close, he's like, okay, let me give you my peace. Let me give you my joy. Let me give you my love. Let me heal you. Let me strengthen Amen. you. Let me pour out from the overflowing abundance well that I have. Let me pour it into you. So I can make you full. Come on, y'all. Let's snap for the demo. <laughs> let's snap for the demo. And that's so, so, it's so funny that you said that because why is it that we think that we can be so far from God, but then still call it, like, still have him fill us up? Where does that, where do mm, we get that from? Mm. I don't know, Dom. <laughs> it, no, it's, 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 a, <laughs> real, it's a real question. From? It's a real question. But when you think about it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any if, sense. If we are far from God, then how can he be able to give us the things that we need to sustain us? Oh, my goodness. So our mind, we have to consciously, on a day-to-day -day basis, put this mind under subjection. We have to crucify this mind all the time. In Romans 8, it says the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the, the mind governed by the spirit is life. Right. So if you want life in your mind, if you want to have peace in your mind, then you have to give it over to God. And one of the ways you're giving yourself over to God is, one, you're focusing on him. You're thinking about things that are of the kingdom of God. And number two, trusting him. In Isaiah 26 and 3, it says he, he will keep in perfect peace. Right? He'll keep your mind in perfect peace that are steadfast because they trust in you. So we have to have our mind steadfast on God, and then we have to trust God. Trust him that he is all that you need. Mm. Trust him that he is enough. Trust him that you don't need another solution. You don't need the answer. He is the answer. Prophetess, I really feel like you got to go live one time on Instagram or something because we, as simple as it sounds where you say trust him, mm. why is it so hard to trust him? 
Oh my God. Like we're, it's like we're struggling to trust him. And it's like that is like the foundation yeah. of everything that we need in God. It's, it's trusting. Because you want control. Mm. The word right there, control. Control. We, we want to control how things are going to go. We want to understand how things are going to play out, not realizing that God understanding transcends ours. I'm happy you asked me that question because there's this verse that I wanted to bring up. I almost forgot. Philippians 4, verse 7, it says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. God's peace, his understanding, it transcends ours. That means it's higher and is well above of our understanding. So when we're trying to have so much control, our control can only be based upon our own understanding. But we got to be able to just let it go. You're not going to figure it all out. You're not going to know all the answers and say, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to drop it. And God, if this fails, it's on you. That's it. Go in wow. your prayer time. Lord, I, I, I'm going to choose to not think about this anymore. I'm not going to pray about it anymore. And I'm going to leave it into your hands. Whatever happens, Father, I know that this is what you want. I'm going to leave it in your hands. And you said, Lord, that my light is supposed to shine so that your name will be glorified in Matthew 5. So, Father, I'm going to drop this in your hand because I know that my life cannot be put to shame. I know that my life cannot be a mockery. I know that you are going to lift me up and exalt me for your name's sake. So I'm going to choose not to worry about this. I'm going to choose to Drop it into your hands. I love that. And whatever happens next is up to you. Something that we have to realize that when we want control or when we're trying to figure things out, you don't, you don't want it as bad as God wants it. You don't want the good for you as much as God wants the good for you. And that's why it specifically says in Matthew 5, let your light shine before men that they will see your good deeds and glorify God who's in heaven. Believe me, every time you're winning, every time you're looking good, God's name is being glorified. So believe me God wants you to excel more than you want yourself to excel because every time you are excelling it is a shame to the kingdom of darkness amen and it's so crazy even to touch on control it's like there's no human being walking the earth doing what they want mm. either doing what God wants you to do that's right you're being inspired by the devil that's right and it's like people don't understand that mm. at all mm. Mm. again to that ignorance you're not controlling yourself and you're not controlling your mind, but something is certainly influencing you. Influence. So make sure that you allow God to be the one to influence you. Draw closer to him. Put your mind under subjection to him so he can give you that peace that you are needing of. All right. Y'all, I'm telling you, you see how Flo just wrapped that up? That was like Bible study in like less than 30 minutes. I'm telling you. <laughs> so if you haven't bought this book, you're tripping right now. So go ahead and get your book. Okay. Okay. <laughs> y'all heard, y'all heard uh, the good old sister there. Get the living purpose. That was Bible book. study literally in under 30 minutes. Stop we praise playing. the Lord. Shout out to Apostle Gene and Prophet Tashila. Okay, <laughs> All right, y'all stay tuned for the culture versus Christianity segment. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to this week's episode or segment, rather, of Culture versus Christianity. And we're going to be diving right into today's topic, which is all about the mind. Mm -hmm. I was doing some research, and it says here, and I'm going to share some of the, the points from the um, study with y'all. It says anxiety is one of the most common mental illnesses worldwide. In the U.S. alone, it affects 40 million adults a year. 
The same study also says that Gen Z is one of the most anxious generations to date. Mm. The same study also says that Gen Z in the generation that we're living in with the young people, that their plans for suicide and suicide attempts is higher than any other generation before. And a part of this, the catalyst to all this is because Gen Z also spends the most time on their cell phones, at least 10 mm. hours a day on their cell phones, which could lead to a life of isolation. And we know that in isolation, it's very easy for the enemy to have his way with you to That's manipulate right. your mind. That's right. Um, anxiety has been so normalized in culture right now, Flo. It's like people will begin to like accept it. Mm. where we should be rejecting it. That's right. Like casting anxiety down. Like, I put you under my feet. But because it's so normalized, people are, like, accepting it. Like, oh, I have anxiety. I'm this anxious person. I'm going to go ahead and take these pills. I'm going to go ahead and smoke this weed to feel better. And it's like the Bible says that we have authority over all these things, and anxiety being one of them, that we can put under our feet mm -hmm. and crucify it in the name of Jesus. Amen. That's good. As someone that used to deal with anxiety as well, I would just be in my room or just anywhere in life, and it's like all these thoughts would just come in like a flood to overwhelm me. Mm. And the thing about anxiety is that it becomes so crippling where it's like you're anxious about one thing right here, and then it causes you not to do anything else that you're supposed to do in life. So now you're still stuck, Ooh. right? And then as we're even talking about the mind, I want to talk about something called like intrusive thoughts right. as well. So on Twitter, there was like a running joke where a person was like, is it just me or do y'all ever be driving on the road or the highway and, you're, and, and you hear a thought, something that tells you to swerve into the other lane? Something tells you to swerve. I wonder what that something was. Mm. And I'm over here and everybody's laughing at it. It's like, ha ha, I experienced that and da, da 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 da. Friends, these are intrusive thoughts. These are literally evil spirits telling you what to do. The thoughts that we have are not our own. There's influences, whether it being influenced by God or like an evil spirit is talking to you. We have to be able to come to a point where we're discerning what is, what is speaking to us, right? Mm -hmm. Listen, this is the thing. People have often feel like, um, how do I know if God is speaking to me? Or how do I know it's myself? You do not just have your own thoughts. Your thoughts are coming from a place. It's either the devil is speaking to you, familiar spirits are speaking to you, or it's going to be God speaking to you. And again, as I'm saying this, I know that there are still some people who, who are like, okay, how do I know that this thing is even real, right? I can't see the devil. I can't see God. How do I know it's real? You can't see the air, but yet it's there. Exactly. So how do you know that the air is real? How do you know wind is real? You're going to say you feel it? You can feel the presence of God. As a matter of fact, there was this, um, I'm not going to take off from what you were saying, but there was something that I, I read on, on Facebook. He's an atheist, and he said that he kept saying Jesus, 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 and then he started to feel the presence of Jesus. So I'm, I'm mentioning this just to say, our thoughts that we receive, they are coming from somewhere. It is either the enemy that is affecting us or it is God that is impacting our thoughts. So when you start to get those intrusive thoughts telling you to swerve, know that there is someone, there's something speaking in your exactly. ear. And it is not yourself telling you to swerve, but it is a demonic spirit that is speaking in your ear at that moment that is telling you, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that. And a way, Dom, to know, how, okay, how to know that's a demonic spirit? Number one, God would never go and tell you to put your life in jeopardy. Okay. But number two, if this thought, it feels so loud and it feels pressured, 
then you know something's not right. That's it right there. And I love this verse in the book of Matthew. And Jesus was pretty much asking, what can you add to your life? What measure could you add to your life by worrying? Mm. Nothing. By worrying, nothing literally changes. Mm -hmm. You're not, you're not, you're not, you don't have the power to literally change anything by you worrying. And this is where culture gets it wrong right. and where Christianity will get it right because God tells us that we have the authority in all things mm -hmm. but because a lot of us Christians right now we're not spending time in the word of God mm -hmm. we don't know the authority that we, that we possess. possess people think that the devil comes to them like with a pitchfork he's a big red man red faced man but the devil can come to you by way of intrusive thoughts mm -hmm. the devil can come by way of anxiety depression suicide and this is why going back to what you said for kingdom principles our mind has to be under subjection to christ amen word of encouragement for today is from philippians 4 verse 6 do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god it is not our job to worry it is not our job to figure it out but it's our job to hand it over to God and he who knows everything whose thoughts are higher than our thoughts his ways are higher than our ways to help us to find the solution that we need for the matter that is at hand and I want to just go ahead and pray for someone watching this that if you're at a place right now you're feeling lonely you're feeling anxiety or depression just go ahead and connect tap in as i pray for you father in the name of jesus i pray that you will guard their mind with your peace that surpasses all understanding in the name of jesus i pray father that whatsoever could be affecting their mind whatsoever heavy burden can be weighing upon their mind will be lifted up in the mighty name of jesus christ but i pray that each person listening to my voice will be flooded with peace will be flooded with joy in jesus name i pray lord that whatsoever tactics that the enemy has been using to keep their minds bound let it be broken off of them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I pray father for even those that while they are sleeping at night that the enemy comes to sow negative seeds Lord to trouble their minds I pray that your angel will guard and shelter them that these things will not be able to happen to them any longer father I pray Lord that as they receive this prayer that you yourself will assign an angel to them to be able to help them and fight their spiritual battles for them in the name of jesus christ i pray amen thank you for watching today it's your girl flow every sundays after five until next time peace